Is that the first ever time that you've heard that this meeting is being recorded? Uh, I think, yeah, probably. It, it's very off-putting. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. I, I always, I always that, bring attention to it. Is that a new feature? Yeah, yeah. So now they ask you for your consent when it's, right. it's being recorded. Hey, Jordan, that's good that people are asking for consent before recording. Are you doing anything, huh? Isn't it right? That's what I've been saying for years. Um, yes, hello and welcome to Injury Time Podcast. Uh, my name is Jordan Robinson. Uh, Darren Matthews is in the land of Luka Modric. He's away in Croatia at the minute. So uh, I have a very special guest uh, popping on to do the podcast with me. Mr. Ian Thompson, friend of the podcast hello. already. Hi. Hi, everyone. So what's the crack, Ian? Why, why is your name Flippy, by the way, on... Uh, uh, <laughs> The, because one the, of the kids has obviously been uh, using it for whatever reason and decided that their name that day is going to be Flippy. Excellent. I, I like to think of it as that might be your like alter ego. Like I know like the whole bipolar thing. It's not like schizophrenia or multiple personality disorder, but I like to think. Have you ever seen that movie Split? Uh, no. You know me, Jordan. I haven't seen any movies ever. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, so what's the crack? You've been gigging since last time you were on, like several years ago? Yeah, well, I have been, but just before we go any further, as I'm standing in for Darren, um, I just want to say that yesterday, Armagh retained their title in the Ulster Ladies football final, uh, beating Donny Gall 3-12-3-11 in a thriller. Um, so on the ladies, whatever the hell that means. I literally have that story up here to talk about it as well. <laughs> is that right? There you go. I'm, there you I, go. You're I'm a better Darren, Darren than Darren. If I just managed to sort of make that a bit more passive aggressive, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Darren will be listening to this on the plane back home and he'll be like, that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You sure will. Oh dear. Yeah, let's get into it. So, uh, as you've already buried the lead, we'll go with it. Um, yeah, Arma win the Ulster Ladies. You pretty much explained everything that I was going to do. Uh, but yeah, they retain it after a very tense game. <laughs> One point in it, three twelve to three eleven against Donegal. So fair play. Uh, I have nothing else to say in the matter because normally Darren is the one that knows stuff. <laughs> I am very yeah, exactly. I'm taking baby steps into knowing more. Uh, about Gaelic games and stuff like that but today was definitely a step forward but also now we all know even if you're not a football fan at this point that Arsenal seemed to like I think the Emirates is built on like an ancient Indian burial ground would make sense being a fond on yeah (laughs) completely because uh, yeah uh, their new summer shining, what, 50 million pounds they paid for Ben White. 
yeah, he's been uh, he's been stricken down with COVID, and he's missed the uh, London derby against Chelsea, uh, which we'll talk about in this week in sport. But hey, talk about going from bad to worse for Arsenal, like yeah, they uh, not been having a good run of things really since Arson disappeared. <laughs> yeah, where's he now? You see, there's no coronavirus or anything when Arjun Wenger was about. That's all exactly. I'm saying. Is it connected? Yeah, coincidence. You never see him and the World Health Organization in the same room, do <laughs> I have been saying that for years and nobody's listened. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, that that's definitely not good for, good for Arsenal, uh, as we'll get into in this week in sport. But... As a supporter of another team from London, uh, I can't help but say, <laughs> "Fucking shove it up, yeah." I don't know, uh, but yeah, I've never really been a fan of Arsenal. But well, that's not true. Actually, that team, sort of from about 1998 to like 2004, you know, like Henri, Burkham, Perez, the good times, yeah, all those things. You, it was hard not to like them. Just the brand of football they played and all was uh, amazing. But bizarrely, like, you know, I wouldn't be the world's biggest football fan. Um, and my dad despises football. But the one thing that my dad has always made very clear uh, about football is he really hates Arsenal. <laughs> like, you, you couldn't pay him to watch a game of football. And anytime football's on, he's just like, oh, boring. I'm not watching this. But he has this like inbuilt hatred of Arsenal for some reason. <laughs> Somebody must have done something to him while wearing an Arsenal shirt. Like, I don't know, cut him yeah. off in traffic or something, or I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. No, I growing up in uh, a household with two uh, very big Manchester United fans during that area, uh, area, uh, <laughs> during that era of Arsenal being class. I was taught that they were like public enemy number one. So I always have mm-hmm. like this little bit of bitterness behind me. Yeah. When I think about so Arsenal. Like his, historically, I'd be a Liverpool fan. So I had that bitterness then when United started winning everything, you know, exactly. in the early 90s. And but then, that's when football was invented and nothing else so, matters. So then, then when Arsenal started to sort of take the lead and win stuff, it was just great to see anyone but United not winning it as well so suppose back then I did have a soft spot for Arsenal and I also think Arsene Wenger is great value like a very intelligent man and uh, I know I'm an old boring man but sometimes I listen to Radio 4 but if you ever listen to Arsene Wenger on Desert Island Disc, yes I've listened to it have <laughs> yeah man it's good it is like, but have you listened to that one more than Wenger? Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've, li- I've actually listened to that episode as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a class episode, like. Yeah, just you, you wouldn't expect him to be a kind of thrash metal friend, but. I know, there you right. go, uh, full of surprises. Right, so uh, moving on, um, are you a boxing fan, Ian? Not particularly. I enjoy the spectacle of a boxing match. I think everyone does. I've been to two in my life, which were brilliant. Um, One was Roy Jones Jr. against Joe Calzaghe at Madison Square Garden, which was pretty cool. And the other one was Frampton. 
Frampton and Windsor Park. Jesus, you you just pick the good ones, like don't you? I sort of landed on my feet getting tickets for both of those, like, yeah. That's crazy. Um, well, like, uh, with most of the things in injury time, we, uh, um, I want to get more into, like, con- combat sports and stuff like that. But uh, a well-known boxer, Manny Pacquiao, returned to the ring last night. Um, uh, did he? Against your Dennis Ugas uh, for the, what was it, the WBA Super Welterweight title. Um uh-huh. Yeah, guess what? The Pac-Man didn't have it in him. He lost uh, oh, a unanimous he? decision. Uh, so, looks like oh, his dishes is. are done. How old is he? Oh, he's fucking, he's, he's some age now, like. <laughs> I, I just, than me, like. Uh, 42 years old. There you go, same age as me. Do you reckon you could beat the shit out of him? Probably like yeah. he's only six stone or something, isn't he? I'm <laughs> eleven, so I have one, no bother. So Actually, technically, I is. could beat the shit out of him then if we're going out. Man, that's the class. thing. You see, with my my whole cholesterol thing, I have gone from being like probably slightly less than an average build to actually being like a skinny wee runt. Hey man, I have to hit the gym. Protein. I had a bath earlier, and honestly, I looked like Gollum when I got out of it. <laughs> And also before you got in it as well. Sorry, I had to do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So uh, poor old Manny Pacquiao. I reckon that will probably be his last fight unless he starts fighting YouTubers, which is a possibility also. Um, yeah, or Conor McGregor. Oh, that too. Um, you could you imagine like <laughs> the amount of racist yes. statements Conor McGregor would come out if he was fighting Manny Pacquiao. Like. <laughs> Um, right, so moving on. Now, this is a story very close to my heart, Ian. Uh, me and you, very good comedy friends, and I would say yes. regular people friends as well. Um, yes. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of ice hockey. I talk about it a lot in the podcast, and um, yeah, uh, we don't do enough of it here, to be fair, but it's out of season at the minute. But uh, so there's this Swedish goaltender, who played for the New York Rangers called Henrik Lundqvist. Yes. He's super good goaltender, very handsome man. He won like Sweden's best dressed person for like three years in a row. And I didn't even know, I didn't even know that was a competition to be fair. Like, um, but, uh, so he retires, uh, nine months after having open heart surgery to repair a tricuspid valve. Look at that. I hate I think when I people steal my material. Like, how old is he? He how is old? he's only what like 39 years old. I think I read about this actually. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, nine months ago he went in for surgery, but at that time he his contract was traded from the New York Rangers to the Washington Capitals. And this was uh-huh. it was it was a big stink up back then. Because it kind of looked like the Rangers were like, oh shit, he needs to have his tricuspid valve repaired. Yeah, fuck him out. <laughs> we don't want to, you know, have to wait for that. But apparently it literally came out as soon as he joined, when he did the physical for the Washington Capitals. Right, okay. That he uh-huh. had, a, had a leaky valve in his heart as well. So when that was found out, went in for surgery, everything went really well. But now he's officially calling quits after, uh, what? 
when did he start? Uh, doesn't uh, fifteen seasons, so fifteen years in the highest pinnacle of ice hockey in the world, and yeah, yeah retires. <laughs> on being a like fucking gorgeous bastard. Like fashionable. <laughs> That's all it is. Um, so yeah, retires sixth in NHL history and wins in terms of goaltenders. Uh, and seventh in terms of saves. And uh, later on this season, um, when the NHL season starts back up, the New York Rangers are going to retire his number, which basically means like nobody else will be number 30 in Rangers history. So, yeah. Look at that. That's- now... When I tell you how many saves he had in his career. Now, hazard a guess, 15 years. How many times do you think somebody shot a puck at him? How many games? How many games a season? Uh, 87? 87 regular? I don't know. It's going to be like 300,000. No, not that much. Uh, 23,509 shots. Is that all? What a <laughs> Oh, is that it? Yeah. Not that impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, and he played over 887 games, which is That's, uh, cray-cray. Pretty good going. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he only, in those games, he only didn't start one of them, which is insane to to be a starting goaltender for 887 886 games is phenomenal um which is uh, he he spent 5100 uh no 51816 minutes on the ice (laughs) that is uh how how, actually no i'll find out here Uh, how long is that in just regular time that's so, probably what was preserving his tricuspic valve. Yeah, it was just... <laughs> <laughs> He's the NHL equivalent of Mr. Freeze from the Batman series. <laughs> yeah, I just like I just picture him. I don't know what he looks like, but I'm guessing he's got like strong Jack Nicholson at the end of the shining vibes. Oh yeah, yeah, very much. Well, his hair is quite similar, but he has that he has that kind of salt and peppery kind of beard, you know, a little bit of grey coming through. Looks very distinguished. Right. Sounds quite dashing. Right. So what's his name again? Henrik. Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, I did. I did read about this. I don't Isn't know he a I read beautiful, about beautiful been... man? He spent the equivalent of 35.983333 days on the ice. <laughs> Mitch, you know something? Uh, I, I, they certainly wouldn't even be in my top five most handsome sports stars. Shut your face. What? What? No way. Look at him. I'm looking, I'm looking at him right now. Okay, anybody listening to this podcast, if you're driving, you're working, whatever, pause the, or actually, no, keep listening to the podcast, Google Henrik Lundqvist and see how beautiful this man is. Ian's, no. Ian has this unachievable level of beauty that, that he aspires to get to that no, not even Henrik Lundqvist comes close to, apparently. Hey, hey, well, bye. Like, don't get me wrong, I would give him one look. Um, <laughs> but, you know, 
he's no Roman Antimac. Oh yeah, is that is that the French guy you posted about the other day? Do you know something? <laughs> he saw he saw the post, and when I saw that he had seen my Instagram story, I blushed. <laughs> is is that your biggest achievement in comedy so far? <laughs> That, that's nothing to do with comedy. That's just my biggest achievement in life. <laughs> oh dear! Very good. Very good. Uh, have you got any uh, sports stories that you want to cover, uh, Ian? Or uh, don't really think I do, Jordan. Not uh, nothing I can think of. Funny, I did see uh, a friend yesterday posted a thing about how they've just like played a one-off rugby match yesterday for like an over 35s team mm. and it sort of made me for half a second want to do it because I did I actually did that about six six months or less before I started doing comedy yeah um, I think it was just like a midlife crisis stage where it's like it's now or never um, <laughs> and I scored with like the first touch of the ball played a blinder for like 20 minutes and then I was like okay take me off now before I get injured and then I was like do you know I'm gonna start talking out for some rugby team like third 15 fourth 15 you know it'll be a bit of crack on a Saturday and then three weeks later kneecapped by this in branch of a tree <laughs> ended man, my hopes and for- dreams are you man get back to it I don't know no way of nah, connections I in Balnehin Rugby Club. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what the crack is. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, an evil I scientist or whatever. Bold people do these days. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like. I'm an eleven stone weakling, and um, yeah, I have yeah. a very delicate left knee. <laughs> let's let's just say you won't be prop. We can rule that. No. We can roll that screen out. Oh, other other sport-related story. I uh, watched highlights today of the Jets against the Packers. This is another thing that I was just going to talk about. Um, me and you, we are we are strange people because uh, we both decided to literally support one of the worst NFL franchises of all time in the New York Jets. Oh, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Purely because I liked the shirt when I was on holiday in New York in 2008. Um, same holiday where I saw Joe Calzaghe win his last fight ever. Is, was that in Madison Square Garden? It was against Roy Jones Jr. Still got the program somewhere. Well, look at that. Now, you, uh, you mentioned recently when we were gigging together that... Um, can't remember what the score was, but the Jets beat the Giants uh, in a preseason game, and yeah. the Giants are they're they're mid table. They're like I don't know. They seem to be like a Southampton or a Newcastle. But the, okay. uh, the, so on Saturday there, the Jets were playing against the Packers, who are kind of like yeah. I don't know the Tottenham. I don't know a good team, but they haven't won it for a while uh, in preseason. Another win, 23-14. There you go, man. That, that, that guy, Zach Wilson, the new quarterback, seems to be, like, you know, one for the future. Everyone's saying that he's, like, the the dream purchase for yeah. the uh, Jets. I can't wait for a two years hands, down the road when he signs for Miami. My huh? <laughs> I, I said I can't wait for two years down the road when he signs for Miami. 
Yeah, so if you're such a Jets fan, why are you wearing a Miami Dolphins t-shirt right now? <laughs> Good question. Um, I'm a big fan of Dan Marino. Okay, fair enough. And this uh, this is the t-shirt that I was wearing when I came up with that Dolphins bit. This was the t-shirt you were wearing when you came up with the Dolphins joke? Yeah. This is... And my question was, was that in Dublin Airport? <laughs> you have a very good memory uh it was in the apple greens uh on the way to pick uh a improviser chris fair up from dublin airport you are correct <laughs> why why does my brain remember shit like that like i i have absolutely no idea i was literally having this discussion with my mom the other day um where i went to sunday school when i was a kid and they <laughs> they had this like this song uh that they used to sing at sunday school and it was to the tune of match of the day and to this day when i hear like last night when i was watching match of the day i was singing the lyrics in my head from the the fucking sunday school thing (laughs) and that was 20 years ago like i thought you were gonna say they were singing through the jude on the well (laughs) (laughs) hey if it fits it fits you know Right. Um, let's get into uh, this week in sport. Uh, we'll... See, before, before we do, sorry, uh-huh. can I quickly just say this was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. So okay. I bought that Jets shirt in 2008 because I liked it. Uh-huh. Yesterday, O'Neill's leisure. <gasps> oh, actually... oh, no, geez. Okay. I was not yeah, expecting I... that. <laughs> no, I... I didn't actually, um, I sort of went in and I had a look. Um, I do like the Galway uh, colours, but the Bulls merch was on tour. Now, I don't like basketball. I, I don't even like that flipping. What was it, The Last Dance? I tried to watch one episode and was like, no, nah, I can't be arsed with this. Mm-hmm. But in 1993, my friend bought me a Chicago Bulls hat back from the States. His name is Colin Murphy, kind boy. And... Uh, I've just always liked the Bulls logo. So got myself a snazzy t-shirt for £16. <laughs> Technically, it does it have the O'Neill's uh, uh, logo on it? Because if not, you can't wear it on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> no, no, it's not snazzy. It's <laughs> bring, the, bring the receipt with you and you'll be grand. I will, I will buy some when the time is right. Oh, you know it. Uh, right, this week in sport. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, right. This week in sport. So we'll start off uh, on Saturday. So literally yesterday. It was quite a quiet. I'm not covering all the um, the uh, qualifying rounds for the Champions League because I'm just going to wait until the Champions League, if you know what I mean. Because the majority of the people listening here um, <laughs> are either uh, British American or uh british american or irish so the majority of like irish teams are out already um all the british teams apart from uh tottenham are just already in the champions league who are going to be there and americans don't know what football is so um uh yeah we'll start off with the premiership uh second week back to normality i guess this is normal yeah there's no, there's no major upsets. Liverpool with the early kickoff against Burnley, 2-0 win at home, pretty decent. Um, 
uh, Diego Jada and Sadio Mane both scoring. Um, yeah. Hey, I like Jada's. I like Jada's celebration. Oh, what was it? I, I saw the match of the day, and I was just like, hmm, "That's." I, I don't know what it was. He kind of took a bar. He was just like. <laughs> <laughs> he's very uh he's very portuguese in his uh celebrations he's portuguese yeah right? yeah i like him yeah um aston villa got back to winning ways against newcastle 2-0 win uh danny ing's goal just before halftime was absolutely outstanding like um doing it for the old guys um yeah 2-0 win uh palace against brentford finished nil nil leads against everton this was the most entertaining game um finished 2-2 and uh i think if it played for a couple more minutes longer it would have been 3-2 to leads just the way the game was flowing yeah. but uh, a pretty de- pretty decent game um enjoyed watching a match of the day now manchester city on the other hand absolutely decimated norwich 5-0 for the second time in consecutive games against them a team like that against norwich i mean yeah like, it's disgusting. Norwich are just going to go straight down again, like, aren't they? It's looking like it. Um, Brighton got a good 2-0 win. Uh, Shane Duffy, dairy man, or sorry, shithole man. Uh, <laughs> we're just doing each other's bits now. Um, uh, scored against Watford and uh, French international Mopé as well scoring. So, yeah, 2-0 win for Brighton. That was very decent for them because they had a real bad record last season of not being able to not only score at home, but win at home. And they kept the clean sheet, scored two, and got all three points. So, decent wee day at the office for them. Now, interesting bit of trivia from that game on match of the day was Adam Lallana <laughs> has spent more time in the top flight of English football than Brighton Football Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he was with, uh, with uh, what you got, uh, uh, Liverpool for such a long time. That's crazy. And Southampton as well. Um, yeah. I, I was at a football, I was at a, a soccer ball game at the weekend. I went to a pre-season friendly at the Oval. East, East, East Belfast. That's the one. Um, and yeah, Glen Torren beat Crusaders 3-1 at the Oval. Uh, nothing better than standing for 90 minutes plus 50 minutes for halftime uh, um, in the absolute piss and weigh-in. Uh, paying three fifty for a sausage roll and a cup of tea, and <laughs> seeing your team get beat three one. Uh, so yeah, it was great. It was great. But moving was on, was it a nice sausage roll? Man, to be fair, the Oval do a good sausage roll. <laughs> Happy days. <laughs> so it could have been not, worse. not too flaky. <laughs> yeah, it's like Mickey Bartlett's dick. <laughs> Lovely. He does a bit of it. I can say it. Um, I know. So, I know he does. Uh, Celtic were up against St. Mirren. Uh, Celtic back to winning ways, um, winning 6-0, um, which is pretty decent. And Motherwell... Taruna Bugo. Taruna Bugo. Yeah, he, uh, he did not feature in the squad. <laughs> Anybody listening to this podcast will be like, what the fuck? I was like, you see, if you have seen both mine and Ian's sets, you will be like, this is comedy gold. <laughs> but yeah. like, this is your first time listening to Injury Time. Uh, check out Ian Thompson comedy or Jordan Robinson comedy. And uh, y- you'll laugh along when you find out. But uh, yeah, so Motherwell beat Livingston 2-1 to finish up the games on Saturday. Moving on to today of all days. Uh, the early kickoff, Southampton drew 1-1 with Manchester United, St. Mary's. Tottenham beat Wolves 1-0 at Molyneux. And... 
Arsenal got beat by Chelsea uh, 2-0. Romelu Lukaku scoring on his return to Stamford, well, on his re- return to the Emirates, uh, playing for Chelsea. And uh, Harry Kane also featured for Tottenham. Oh, yeah. Come off the bench, didn't he? He did, and apparently just looked disinterested in the whole match. Uh, I'm looking really? forward to watching the highlights of that to see if it, it was <laughs> as bad as the commentators were saying. But uh, yeah, decent three points. Um, six points in total now for uh, Tottenham. That's a good good start. Uh, must have been bittersweet for old Nuno Sanchez going up against his old club like that. But uh, yeah, hey, I uh, I like Nuno. I would actually quite like to see Spurs do well under under Nuno. <laughs> see, I but I would not, like to see not that well. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see Nuno Sanchez do well, but I don't want to see Tottenham do well. Although I did say this at the start, I think it was one of the episodes, previous episodes, like last one and the one before, I think Tottenham will win silverware this year, but it'll be like Carabao Cup or FA Cup or something. It won't be the league. But that's just me. Um, I don't I don't think it will happen. Well, do you want to fight about it? No. Uh, <laughs> we will see at the end of the season. Uh, moving I, on to the... I, Nate, I might do 11 stone, but I'll just give you a flick in the tricuspid valve. Um, <laughs> Good night, Vienna. <laughs> Good night, Irene. Um, uh, so in the Scottish Premiership, Dundee FC uh, drew with Hibernian 2-2. Um, Hearts drew 1-1 with Aberdeen. Rangers beat Ross County 4-2. And Dundee United beat St. Johnson 1-0. Now, Who's your favourite Dundee team? My, oh, that's a good question. Uh, FC. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. No, Dundee United. Oh, it's going to be United all the way. Yeah, no, sorry, United. I don't know why I said FC. Uh, Dundee United, number one, their kits are class. They yep. consistently have had good kits. Um, Black and Tangerine. Hmm? Black and Tangerine. <laughs> is that the member of like, the PSNI now instead of Black and Tan? That, that, that is actually... They, they they are tangerine, not orange. Those kids. If you speak to a Dundee United fan. Oh, okay. So they will correct you. If you speak to a Dundee United fan or a gay man, you will find that they're actually tangerine. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait for you to get cancelled for that remark. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I um, uh, who used to play for Aberdeen, uh, Andy Robertson, the right or. The left yeah, back yeah. for um, Liverpool at the minute and Scottish uh, uh-huh. left back. But now Aberdeen all the silly football is out of the way. Now all Aberdeen, the is not the, Aberdeen is not Dundee United. He didn't used to play. He didn't used to play for Aberdeen. That's what you just said. He used to play for Aberdeen. Man, it's been a long day. I've had several non-alcoholic <laughs> Guinnesses. <laughs> I hope someone is recording this. Oh, yeah, so do I. Um, I hope someone can edit. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Hurling All-Ireland Finals took place today uh, in Croke Park. Uh, Limerick were up against the underdogs, Cork, and you can pretty much guess which way it went. Um, final score was 122 to 322. So, yeah. Bit means... of a hmm? Bit of a hokin for Cork, wasn't it? A wee bit, um, which was sad. It was uh, um, my kind of my. I don't want to say team, but a team that I do like um, were yeah. Cork, and I did want to see them do well. But 
yeah, really didn't look uh, like they were at the races at all. Very early on, uh, Limerick score, and you go like, oh, it's going to be one of those days. Cork answered back with their own goal, and you're like, hey, wait a minute. There could be something here. And then it was just like, no, nah, they just drop a gear and Limerick are already celebrating. Like, um, So, yeah, um, we'll probably talk that about a bit more about that when Darren gets back, just because we're both talking more about it than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we both watched it. He watched it in an Irish bar in Dubrovnik, and I watched it in the Hatfield. Um, so we probably had slightly different experiences. But um, yeah, we are, so that's pretty much all the scores this week. Uh, we'll do games to watch. And are you ready? Unlike Darren, I am prepared because I have three questions for you. And you... I, I didn't actually think about this and don't have three questions for you. No, no, no. You don't need three questions because I had six last week. So okay. I'm good for questions, but okay. your score counts for Darren. So if you get okay. zero out of three, I reckon you'll never get on in the sunflower ever again. Uh, <laughs> but yes, so games to watch this week in terms of football, uh, West Ham go up against Leicester uh, on Monday night, Monday night football, um, which should be good. Um, Tuesday, there's a bunch of EFL cup games, uh, none really jumping out as me as like, you know, proper games to watch. I mean, like if you really wanted to, you could watch on, on Wednesday night, West Brom against Arsenal, but <laughs> Arsenal definitely need that win. Uh, but moving on to Saturday, early kickoff was probably the game of the weekend. Looking at it, not in terms, <laughs> not in terms of uh, good games, but to see Arsenal potentially be in the relegation zone for even longer because uh, they go up against Manchester City at the Etihad. So ooh, Man City coming off a 5-0 win against Norwich and Arsenal coming off a 2-0 loss to Chelsea. It'll be very interesting to see how many goals Manchester City score. Um, Villa are against Brentford. Brighton are against Everton. Newcastle are against Southampton. <laughs> Norwich against Leicester. West Ham, Crystal Palace and Liverpool-Chelsea. Liverpool-Chelsea will probably be the game. I, I probably I blew my beans a little bit too quick there. And um, Yeah, is this going to be... One of, have your predictions got any better, by the way? Because I've, I've not listened to the podcast in a while. Our predictions? Yeah, you did have the kiss of death for quite a while on anything that you said was going to be a good game. It was like nil-nil. Yeah, the majority... No, like to this day, the majority of the times we go like, oh yeah, it'll be a class game, sir. Uh, shite. Yeah. Okay. In fact, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully Chelsea get hooked. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We'll see. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, on Sunday. Uh, Burnley are against Leeds. Tottenham are against Watford, and Wolves are against United. Now, this. Uh, where are we here? Um, we're going to the next Saturday. So yes, this Saturday coming up in GAA. Uh, the Tyrone uh, teams, the, the minors and the seniors, are both in action. So the Electric Ireland GAA Football All-Ireland Minor Championship Final is uh, 1 p.m. next Saturday. Meath are against Tyrone. So uh, it is a minor, but it would still be nice to see Tyrone win something. Being, you know, is that a group part? Uh, I'm not sure where it's at. 
I don't think so. No. And then yes. what about the big boys? The big boys, uh, they play at 3.30 in Croke Park. And that's Kerry against Tyrone. And now this game was supposed to be played, I think, a couple of weeks ago. But uh, it was postponed um, because Tyrone have so many uh, players that have contracted COVID. Now, yep. at the start of the season, uh, there is teams like Sligo who were told by the GAA, tough shit, just field whoever you have. And... <gasps> Okay. Yeah, you know, no, I'm. <laughs> did I swear in front of Rory or Isla there? Isla just poked her head in, heard you say shit, and then went out again. <laughs> Isla, don't listen to me. <laughs> um, well, it's okay because it means that she'll keep her deadly face. On the keep the virus away. Um, but yeah, so Tyrone. Uh, so uh, last week, I think it was, it was Kerry were just given the the Bible um, to go through to the final, but that would have yeah. mean that would have meant that four that would be four weeks since Kerry last played a game, and they wouldn't really want that. So it, it's it's come out now that on Saturday the 29th, 28th of August, Kerry will be playing Throne, and the winner of that will meet Mayo in the Sam McGuire final at Croke Park in September. Uh, September 11th of all days. Yes, <laughs> I knew that actually. Here, yeah. tell me this. Is the, the semi-final the carry Tyrone game? Is that a Croke Parker? Yes, it'll be a Croke Parker. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it should be good. Uh, definitely ones to watch and we will cover it next time on Injury Time. Now, are you ready to be baffled by my, yep. my, my question-making up ability? But also, the majority of these, they sound easy but they're probably not. And I've tried to tailor them to you. Okay. Uh, bearing in mind, I don't know much about sport. And um, I probably know more about sport than I do about movies. So, you know. It's good that you went on this podcast instead of Pop Kernels. <laughs> yeah. Right. Number Question number one. This is quite difficult, so I'll be impressed if you get it. But who was the first black British manager to manage in the premiership? Ooh. It was in 2008, if that helps. Um, flip. I'm going to say Chris Houghton. That is an excellent guess, but no. No. Um, <laughs> is it Paul Lentz or someone? Paul Lentz. <laughs> oh, it's sort of a deadly. You had it. Like, <laughs> uh, How did Paul Lentz? Paul Ince managed Blackburn, managed Blackburn in 2008 after Big Sam left. Right. Yeah. I can't believe I actually got that second time run. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, okay, now this question is tailored directly to you. Who has the most international caps for the Irish Rugby Football Union? Uh, Rory Best. Oh, incorrect. Brian O'Driscoll? Yeah, Pod. Huh? Yeah, Brian O'Driscoll. <laughs> yeah, I should have known that. I thought like Rory Best, I, the reason I said Rory, I think Rory Best overtook him as caps, as a captain. That's that, probably that where. Uh, Rory yeah. Best, uh, so um, uh, Brian O'Driscoll has 133 caps, which 
makes him the most, the second most, Ronan O'Gara with 124, and then 123 for Rory Best. Right. So you could say, I was going to say two out of two out of three is best, but that wouldn't make sense. Uh, are you ready for your final question? Yeah. Mr. Ian Thompson, which of these football teams was founded first? Newcastle United Football Club or Sunderland Athletic Football Club? Uh, Newcastle. Incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Newcastle United were founded in 1892, while Sunderland Athletic Football Club was founded in 1879. Man, you've got to get me on popped kernels that'll ask me three (laughs) questions about movies to see if I can actually do better. Well, we'll need to see. Even though we don't, uh, we you just prove that you don't listen to podcasts because we don't do trivia on pop kernels. Uh, well, trivia questions we do trivia. But well, you know what I mean. Well, you know, <laughs> you could do it when you have me on as a special guest. I could just ask you. you, you do you want me to ask you? Do you want me to ask you three questions about sport movies right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, go. Okay. Uh, who? Who was the? Uh, yeah, who was the lead protagonist in the Moneyball movie? Do you want the actor or the character? A- actor. <laughs> Moneyball. <laughs> uh, um, Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> spectacularly incorrect um um it was it was brad pitt uh, <laughs> i always get those two mixed up anyway. <laughs> they're just so similar uh, uh next question what, what sport do they play in space jam basketball see that you, one there you go you got one <laughs> you just hit a home run <laughs> And um, uh, what, uh, oh yes, this is actually a good question. Um, what team did, uh, what team was the film The Damned United based around? Leeds. Now I need to double check if this is true, but I don't think it is. You, you're saying Leeds. I'm saying Derby County. Oh, fuck, you're right. It was Leeds. Hey, you got to... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Brian Clough, wasn't it? Yeah, Brian Clough. Oh, th- so... Th- yeah, must have been it. Yes. Have you, have you seen that? No, I haven't. It's a very good movie, man. Watch it. Yeah, I might have to watch it. And you Michael know, Shane. You, you redeemed yourself, but... Uh, <laughs> that doesn't count for Darren. He still gets nil poids. Um, well... You know, Darren, you can't have everything. Like I did say on the ladies for RML's victory at the start. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, mate. <laughs> That's a perfect way to leave it. Uh, I've been Jordan Robinson. I've been Ann Thompson. Thank you very much. See you guys next time. Love you long time. Oh, hey. Whoa. Hey. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> bye.